welcome back. This is Fantastic Pains and How We Hide Them. I'm not Chris. And I'm not Karina. But we're here together. As usual. For fun times and shenanigans. Shenanigans. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. This is our podcast slash YouTube channel about uh, life with chronic and invisible conditions mm -hmm. and the many voices behind them. So, yeah. Where can they find us? Oh, um, you can find us on Spotify, Audible. Um, what's the other big one? Amazon Music Yep, is one. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Uh, just not Apple, pretty much, is the no, rule. No, Apple. We didn't do Apple. Mm -hmm. um, we also have our YouTube channel yep. where you can see us and interact with us, kind of, sort yeah. of. And we're, we're siblings, so it gets silly. So if you want to watch, it's a good time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we also have a Discord. Yep. And a TikTok. TikTok is worth visiting. Discord's worth joining. Indeed. Wonderful people on Discord who are just the best, and they will um, support and look after you and give you some advice, which is great. Mm -hmm. And it's just a really loving community, oh, yeah. which I appreciate very much. So much love to you guys. Always. Always. Indeed. Um, anything else? Oh, we have our website up now. Oh, yeah. So you can visit um, fantasticpains.com where you can see our shop. Yep. Uh, links to other episodes. Yeah. Uh, our blog posts mm -hmm. and our article discussions, basically. Yes. And then uh, everything you everything can be there. That can be a hub for all, all the of our fun stuff. stuff. So. And uh, yeah, our PayPal. Oh, yeah. To, uh, for our, like buying us a coffee. Our producer's ever. not here today, so he's not here to yell at us for not doing mm -hmm. that properly. But we're supposed to shill for coffee money. Shill the shill. We did it. There we go. Huzzah. All right. We're in. Yeah? Yeah. Sweet. Let's let's say what we're going to do. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about spoons. Spoons. Well, spoon theory. And the lack thereof. Yes. For holiday time especially. Yeah. Because it gets intense. Yes. Especially like just winter in general. Mm -hmm. gets really difficult. So we're going to go into um, the difficulties and kind of the consequences of living the spoony life over the holidays and what that means socially, emotionally, and kind of, yeah, physically. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sweet. But first. But first, it is time for the weekly recap. Check in. Indeed. I haven't gotten that wrong in like 30 episodes. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. I, I had to actually second guess myself this time. Really? Yeah. You're like, wait, did which, I say it right? Which one is it? Wait, oh, God. Ugh, I don't check remember. Check recap. Recheck. Re Recheck. Yeah, Recheck. Re um, I'll go first. Okay. Because I just had a week. Yeah. Uh, pretty normal. Lots of pain. Yeah. Mainly like my knees and mm. my hips, which is weird because my hips haven't really hurt so much, but they've been starting to get to me really bad. Yeah. Um, all I can, week. I can relate to that one. Fatigue was pretty heavy too. Mm-hmm. And I was out of spoons. So yeah. like we're talking about today, I literally could not be a nice person for three days. Oh. After Wednesday, it was like I just could not. I literally locked myself in my bedroom. I was like, no, I'm done. I'm right. not because I, I can't be civil to people. Mm -hmm. There's you no become a hazard. Right. There's no gentle like, oh, let's let's hang out. It's like, no. And then a lot of expletives. Oh, it's the worst. And then you feel so bad. Oh, after yeah. And you're like, why can't I be kind? Mm hmm. It was terrible. Yeah. Well, and, and I was fighting with the kids about cleaning the house anyways. Yeah. And instead of cleaning, after I told them, they went outside and started playing in the snow and made a bigger mess. Uh-oh. Then they didn't clean up that mess. 
And then they went and they just played on their computers. <laughs> there goes the internet. Yeah. Bye. No, it went away real quick. But mm-hmm. that was so done. It wasn't even like a big deal, but to you know, the moment it was like, right, like too much. Irritated. Yeah. So I had to deal with that. Fun. Um, and then uh, I did the episode. Yeah. I worked which hard. Is beautiful. Yeah, I got some new techniques put in. Yeah. I think it turned out well. Learning all the things. Slowly but surely. Well, but it's really cool to see how far we've come. Yeah. So if you like, if you look at season one versus where we are now, mm-hmm. and how much we've grown just in our production. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, in our confidence. Honestly, your production. (laughs) I mean, I have nothing to do with that. I just show up and I I sit here and I talk about things and then he makes it gorgeous. I try. Yeah. I try. And TikToks. Yeah. I mean, that was about it. Yeah. It was it was pretty low key, but it was it was a long week. Yeah. I'll start that. It was a long week, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember like what happened and how it happened and i don't even know i can't remember monday i never remember monday i'm like what happened did i exist even i went to work i did a thing yeah uh tuesday sucked tuesdays always suck i hate tuesdays a lot because they're my day where i I have lunch duty and I have meetings all morning. Oh, God. And then I have lunch duty and then I teach all afternoon. Yeah. And then, so I had like a 10 minute break all day and I was just fried and it was snowing and it was horrible and I hated it. And then, yeah. And then Wednesday was actually pretty good because I got a lot of work done. I got to work from home. Um, And then I had my appointment with my pain management doctor. Nice. Nice. And that was nice. Special. <sighs> special. She and if you've watched our like previous episodes where we've talked about doctors wanting so badly to get you off of uh, Yeah, like, we just kind of talked about that like yeah. two episodes ago. Right. <laughs> and it's frustrating because like I've I just saw the new guidelines that have come out that talk about the harm of like titrating people down really rapidly or denying them pain medication and it's frustrating because the people who are abusing pain medication are not the people who are in pain and who need pain medication no it's a totally different mindset right like we come at it like we need it when we need it yeah we don't need it all the time it's a in order to do the thing i'm going to take the meds so that i can go do this task right or it's a i'm in so much pain and i'm exhausted and i need to bail out um yeah and so meeting with her she was like really keen on getting me off of them i wanted to go in and be like hey can we up the number that i have but she was so dead set on like let's try low dose naltrexone and i'm like fine i've been putting it off we were going to do it over the summer and then my life fell apart um and i and i told her i was like i'm in so much pain i don't even know what to do with myself anymore and i'm getting like frustrated and exhausted because it's constant Mm -hmm. and usually it's like bad pain handle the episode and then i get a reprieve but there's no reprieve right at all and so i've been having these like horrendous um like i don't know pelvic floor spasms Mm -hmm. i guess to the point where like i can't i can't put weight on my left leg at all it just drops me 
and it's just been so painful and so we talked about it and i explained to her like what's been going on she was like well why are the spasms getting worse and i was like i don't know <laughs> i'm not the doctor um and so we're back on baclofen mm-hmm. which is a muscle relaxer um and we agreed to she did one more fill so i have one more set i guess yeah. one more two month period and then we're meeting again on january 2nd to do the transition onto the low dose naltrexone and she was like it might not work for like up to six weeks because that's the trial period yeah and that's what makes this such a pain in the ass is that it's not like trying something out and it's not like you can bail early either right it's like with other things I've tried, if it didn't work within like four days mm-hmm. or I was having an adverse reaction, we could change it immediately. Right. But the low dose naltrexone is a six week trial period. Yep. That's a long time. That's a lot of stuff yeah. to go through Yeah. with something that might not work. Right. And it's then she scary. was like, so she's like, in the, in the meantime, if you're in pain, we can give you ketamine. And I was like, how, how is this an upgrade? <laughs> Yeah, I'm still blown away by the ketamine thing. I know it's low dose, but like... But she was just like, it'll help you to dissociate from the pain. And I was like, and everything else. Right, you still have stuff to do. How am I supposed to be functional when like my functionality has been threatened? I've been having... I'm basically missing a day a week Mm -hmm. of work at this point. Um, It's just bad. It's just really, really bad. And so... January is going to be interesting. So for six weeks, I might just be in horrible agony. But <laughs> we might have a hiatus. Who knows? Right. Well, no, we're going to keep doing this. She'll I'm going to keep all of you updated. Yeah. <clears throat> and everyone's like, but what if it works? It could be amazing. And I'm like, I don't trust that it will because I baseline everything. Mm-hmm. And if it's something I'm on all the time, my body's going to be like, yeah, I know what that is. And we're going to throw it away. Yep. And it's not going to work. So, oh, I'm off the Tylenol, finally. That's good. So that's good. Just stupid. I mean, it could work, though. It could. I just don't have a whole lot of hope. Yeah, but you're not, like, shutting yourself off to the, like, no. chance. No, and I'm, I'm going to do it because yeah. then I can say I've done it right. if it doesn't work. And she, she did say that, like, if it doesn't work, we can go back. Right. Which is good because my fear was having them be, like, Okay, you're off the opioids. No, uh, we're never going back. <laughs> right. I'm like, but it works. That's the thing that works. <clears throat> so that'll be January. Fun times. And then yesterday, Thursday was really bad. Thursday, I was in a lot of pain in the evening. And then yeah, Thursday Friday. Sucked. Yeah, because we had a snowstorm. Um, yeah, just bad pain all week. Mm-hmm. And I've been having like, it starts as like kidney-esque pain. Yeah, I think I talked about this last week, too. Yeah. And then it goes all the way down into my whole pelvis. And it just feels like I'm being pried apart or like my pelvis is divorcing the rest of my body. Right. And then my legs hurt. And it's just it's awful. Yeah. I hate it. And then yesterday was so bad at work. Like I was bad. I've never I don't want to say never, but I don't usually get to the point where I can't take myself home. Right. But my husband had to come get me because I was in so much pain, so much pain. And so I dosed and went home and I slept for a little bit. And then we had a birthday. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my week. Fun times. Not really. Not changes. enjoying it. The changes. Yeah. 
winter's hard. Yeah. Winter's really hard. And I forget, like, you know, when it's not happening and then you're like, oh, yeah, this is like fine. And then winter hits and you're like, dear God, <laughs> what is going on? I have to check something real quick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Huh. Nothing. What? <laughs> um, the anniversary of, of bad things is yesterday. Oh. And I usually get really moody on that day. And that might have been why I've been moody all week. Because I really, mm. like, it. it's seasonal. Yeah. Like, I can feel it in my body. It's I've talked about it with Libby before. That even though I don't acknowledge the day yeah. that your body and your like chemicals will react yeah. just to it being that time of year. Yeah. And yeah, bad things happened the Friday before Thanksgiving. And it, it just like Thanksgiving is just so rough because this is this is the period of the year where like I have a lot of death anniversaries. Same. Yeah. Starting in like late October and going all the way through to like February. Yep. It's just bad. It's not yeah. good. Yep. A lot of fun time. Well, and we get the moods anyway. Right, the sads. So you get sad, and then you have to deal with all that all the time. Yep. Every yeah. day, it's a new thing. Yeah. Well, and last night was so bad. <sighs> like, I I haven't had a night like that in a long time, and it was, like, I don't even know. So you know when it's such a familiar feeling, but you haven't felt it in a long time, and you yes. instantly flash back to being like a child. Oh yeah. That's how that was yesterday, and it was like just seeking input so I could avoid feeling things. And it was just, oh, it was bad. It For was me, bad. I used to have really bad ear infections, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, mom used to talk about it all the time, yeah. how bad my ear infections <clears throat> were. Mm-hmm. And those times were like, that's inescapable pain. And it was in both my ears and it was for like yeah. months, right? Like sharp, horrible pain oh. in my ear, inner ear and everything. So when I'm in a lot of pain, that's where I go. Yeah back to being a kid and to like rolling around trying yeah. to do something to not feel the pain. Like, you're like trying to escape it, but yeah. it's you and it's in you and you can't escape it. There's mm-hmm. no moving away from the pain. No. But yeah, no, I go back to like having fevers and Yeah. I don't I don't even know, like being a small child. Yes. Yeah. You just flash back. It's crazy. So, it's not been a good time, but we're here. Yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's like I'm always just waiting for Saturday. <laughs> I'm like I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready. I'm I ready. mean, as much as you guys like the episodes, so do we. Yes, I'm. I'm glad that it's a like communal experience, right? That everyone, you know, people yeah. enjoy us and look forward to it. And well, we and I really love it. that people participate. Yeah, oh, yeah. So if you want to participate, go to um, Discord or leave us a comment. Even we take, we read everything and we. Uh, take suggestions and things yeah and when then just know that every time we get a sub or every time we get a comment we send it to each other immediately yeah, and get it really excited yeah yeah we even the two hate subs this week yeah and i and we got um spammed on our live yeah by a porn bot <laughs> that was so weird i was like hey we're official we finally got spam <laughs> it was amazing <laughs> stupid we didn't do a live this week either no of birthday birthday but... yeah so, not yeah. my birthday by the way so don't wish me happy. no her birthday is like forever away it's like january or some bullshit i don't know <laughs> when when is it january, january. um the, th- the th- one two three four five six seven no eleven it's one of those seven eleven seven eleven yeah sick <laughs> <laughs> yeah great i have a lot uh, of siblings okay it's hard to keep track i know, I know what month that should be enough i know my siblings birthdays but i don't know 
happy on that. <laughs> I, well, that's the weird thing is like I remember everyone else's birthday. Yeah. Even people that I met like three times. I'll, if they tell me, I'm like, got it. Siblings, no freaking clue. Couldn't tell you. Yep. Actually, no, I, th I think I can except for Bug. I don't know when Bug was born at all. Maybe he was hatched. Crawled out of the earth. No, I got, I got this. That one's easy. Oh yeah, no, his is very. Oh, his yeah. is sad too because it's on the anniversary of someone's death. Damn it, bug. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, spoons. Yes, the what, spoonages. What is spoon theory? Okay, so we're gonna do a quick refresher. So yeah. for those of you who don't know, spoon theory is just kind of a way to explain um, energy and how. We have to kind of budget it mm -hmm. when you are chronically ill. Yes. Um, and that's even with mental illness, spoons can be applied. Yeah. So spoon theory is basically, what is it? You have 12 spoons at the start of the day yeah. and everything costs. So maybe it costs you a spoon to get up and a spoon to get in the shower and a spoon to get dressed. Um, and, and then you have like social spoons that you have to expend to be able yes. to be a human being um masking takes spoons yeah god oh so mask many. made of spoons mm -hmm. my spoonery spoonery yeah yeah spoons are and it's funny because if you watched our other episode where we talked about the uh what was it emma james article oh yeah yeah about spoons and the way she uh, she demonized so dumb. it and she has it totally wrong too, oh absolutely it's not like it's not like this cult following thing it's just a way of being like guess what everything i do in life costs energy and i'm expending it everywhere and i'm not recovering enough the emma james thing really bothers me because yeah. it's not new either she treats no. it like it's this new thing and it's all the Trendy. all the kids all You're the like, teenage no. girls are getting together and making shit up yeah not a teenage girl first of all hi right i'm mid-30s there, there's and, a dude. bunch of people who, and uh, we've been using spoon theory since like 2012 yeah maybe even earlier yeah like, spoon theory's been around for a long time. yeah um it's just and it's stupid because it's not like being a spoonie doesn't make you like part of a club or a group or something. Right. It's just a way of being like, hey, I have fatigue. <laughs> Honestly, it'd be nice if when you're like meeting like friends of friends, say you go out to a social gathering, right? And you're like yeah. meeting new people and you're like, I'm a spoonie. And yeah. they could go, oh, cool. I get that. Right. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Just to be able to, oh, oh, so you're tired already. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Everything no, costs energy and. I'm uh, probably going to dip halfway through this thing. Just, just know I'm a spoonie. Yeah. When you like have to bail out. Yeah. But I don't know. How would you explain spoons if you had to like say you were meeting someone? They were like, I don't know what that means. Oh, right. Like if you're like, I have this thing. And they're like, oh, what does that mean for you? I would just it, I would probably defer to game terminology because all the people I know play games. Right. Yeah. So it would probably be something more along the lines of like I have an energy gauge and everything I do costs me energy. Right, like your stamina just goes down. Right. Yeah. So like like coming out here is probably two two or three energy bars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like two spoons to do like social gatherings. Right. Oh, it's hard to cuz well, and it's hard to make people understand what cuz they're like, "Oh, well, yeah, everything costs us energy too." And you're like, "Great. You have an abundance of energy that mm -hmm. I don't have." Yeah. So you're starting the day with 
several fucking spoons and I get a few. Yeah. <laughs> and then everything I do costs more spoons than it would cost you. Right. Because I am chronically ill. It, yeah. It's like you, you have, you're carrying shit with you all the time. Yeah. It's just baggage. Right. Okay. So that makes more sense, I yeah. guess, is like you just have this backpack full of weight. Right. And everybody's weight is a little Let's bit talk different. Naruto. So one of the characters in Naruto <laughs> walks around with weights all the time. And it, he does it to become stronger, right? Yeah. We do it just because we have to. Right. Someone's strapped the shit to us and we can't get it off. And it just <laughs> won't go away. Yeah. Yeah. That's, what that's it's... exactly it. Like, what did I say? The, uh, the like, mountain climbing yeah. metaphor. Where, like, sure, it's steep, but you have a staircase and I am climbing a cliff face. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of what that means. Yeah. And then <sighs> spoon debt is another piece of it. That yeah. Is hard to explain to people because they're like, well, yeah, you go to sleep and then you wake up with more spoons. Mm-hmm. But if you're in spoon debt, you have to recover all of the spoons that you've Spent. used yeah. and borrowed from the next day. So it sounds like an arbitrary rule when you say it that way. I don't know why, but it's literally you're, you're pushing yourself past your your limits. Mm hmm. And then you have to recover. It's like credit. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely. I can use my cash, but then once I've used all my cash, now I'm borrowing from tomorrow's spoons and the next day's spoons and the next day's spoons. And we can throw ourselves into spoon debt over anything. Like I've gone in spoon debt because I want to participate in something fun. Yes. Or because I have shit that I have to get done Mm -hmm. and there's no avoiding it. Yeah. Right. FOMO is the big one for me. Oh my God. I will push myself to not miss out. Um, on something or like feel like I'm left oh, out of something. We used to do game night, right? Mm-hmm. Every Friday yeah. or Sunday or Monday, whatever it was, because it changed. But I had to stop going halfway through. Mm-hmm. Like I would bail halfway through game nights for a long time. And then it got to the point where I just couldn't even do it. Yeah. I was so out, out of spoons that I would just lay in bed and listen to them doing it. Yeah. And then be like bitter and angry that yes. I can't. Not mad at them. Like it wasn't their fault. Right. But I was mad at myself that I couldn't do something so basic. Yeah. Is sit down and play games. I've had that with um, like at work. Sometimes they'll be like right after work, we're going to go get ice cream yeah. or let's go get drinks right after work or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I can't. No. Because I'm like literally what I'm doing is spending everything at work. And then going into debt over being at work. Yeah. And then I have to drive home and then I have to make dinner or eat dinner. Even eating dinner costs spoons at this point. No. <laughs> like, it's exhausting to have to be like, oh, now I have to nourish my body. No, yeah. man. Like, especially this last week, Jen would bring me food and I'd go, okay. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of energy and effort. Mm-hmm. No. Well, oh, huh. I forgot about the time that I fell down the stairs uh. and I shattered two of my teeth this week. So eating's been real not fun. Yeah, the one that oh was broken God. shattered more, and then uh, this one back here, like because of the the dentures, yeah, it's wearing away at the base, and a big chunk broke off, and now the nerves exposed. Oh no! So eating, horrible. Drinking the ice, that was not fun, but I did it because I need the caffeine. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Yeah. That that happened Wednesday. Mouth pain is just awful, and I'm I'm sick of it. I haven't made a dentist appointment yet. <sighs> I need to do the same. Oof. Just take out all my bottom teeth that are fucked up. My top teeth yeah. are great. Just replace the bottom ones, and then let's get going. Oh, I have a bunch of appointments to make. I need to get with PT because I don't know what to do about the spasms. Like yeah. especially the like pelvic floor spasms. They hurt so unbelievably bad. I can't function. Yeah. Is that a chunk of tooth that came out of there? 
Don't I do that a lot. You don't actually, know my life. Where yeah. You like where you bite down and you're like, that felt like sand mm-hmm. or dirt in my mouth. And oops, it was a piece it of It was a piece of tooth. Welcome to EDS, everybody. <laughs> so your teeth shatter and nothing matters. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, back to spoons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking. Okay. So now that we've established spoons and spoon debt. Yeah. Let's talk winter. Yes. Which starts you off with spoon debt. Yes. It's like not so much debt. You just have less spoons per day. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Like your your pay is cut. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's just, it's hard because the temperature is changing so much. Yeah. And the pressure along with the temperature is changing so much that we go into these like crazy spikes of pressure and yeah. then really big lows in pressure. And we know that the barometrics affect our functionality and our pain and our Mm -hmm. fatigue and then just the cold itself like my bones hurt yeah they hurt like even in my head and my neck being exposed to the cold at all yeah or like waking up you can tell how cold it is outside because it hurts yeah it's like this sharp ache Mm -hmm. inside of you and it's just it's not nice it's fun you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh no, uh-huh. this again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Yeah. But, and winter is the time of the SADS. So it's the seasonal um, affective disorder. Yeah. And it's the time of great suffering. I mean, holidays. <laughs> there are yeah. lots of we, family uh, gatherings. We have trauma and uh, holidays are difficult. But then you add all of that and like we've worked through a lot of the trauma part. Oh, totally. So we're better about like I I don't feel so nauseated at the idea of holidays anymore. Yeah. But Yeah, there used to be that guttural response where like just sinking. Where you're like, I wanna go into hiding. Yeah. And isolate myself from everyone. Yeah, I don't get that. Not anymore. Yeah. So I've kind of established a better way of functioning through it. But it still just costs so much. Oh my God. And it's just one thing after the other, after the other. Mm -hmm. So you've got birthdays and Thanksgiving and then you've got Christmas and then you've got black Friday, which sucks for us because Jen's retail. Yeah. Like that's, that's not fun. Mm -mm. Even though like they've, you know, gotten better, like businesses in general or have been less crazy about their Black Friday right. stuff. They're like starting that earlier. And... Right. You have like a, the whole week and you can do it mm-hmm. online. Yeah. It still sucks. Black Friday is the worst. Awful. Awful. Bad idea. Yeah. And then it's just it's hard because you're like you have that like emotional response that still kind of peaks. Yeah. It's head out. Um, But then there's like gatherings and masking and masking, I think, is the big one for me. Yeah. Where you're like, do I go somewhere and be authentic about like, I'm not doing good. And then people worry and that sucks. And yeah, you don't want that. Or you go and you mask and you pretend everything is fine and then you feel unseen. Yeah. (sighs) So it's consequences either way. It's not that bad for you, though. Hmm. Because you've found people that can see through your mask, right? Yes. You you have people that can go, oh, hey, I do see you. So it's not as bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's I get that too. Like when people call me out on my shit when I'm like, I'm fine. And they're like, mm. uh, liar. I'm like, oh, you guys. Yeah. I'm like, stop. And then I'm like, they saw me. <laughs> I feel so loved. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as it's bad. It's better, but... but it's still hard. Like I have friends giving on Tuesday. Oh. But it's right after work. 
And I'm like, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know if I will be able to go. I want to go. Oh, absolutely. But then the other part of me is like self-isolate to protect myself emotionally from yeah. not being able to go. Does that make sense? Right, right. So like, it's like you have two options. There's the hide. Yeah. And there's the go. Yeah. And they both suck. Yes. They're both going to have major consequences. Right. I want to go. I want to go and I want to have fun with everybody and I want to like yeah. be with my coworkers whom I love dearly. But also at the same time, I'm like, I don't feel good, guys. Like literally work takes everything I've got and I'm already missing almost a day a week. Yeah. How am I supposed to do extra stuff? Yeah. Well, they, I'm, for the most part, they understand it. Yeah. Think, right. Like it just. It, they do. It just makes me sad because I'm like there. There are times where and, and I mean, it's that same thing where you're like, I did it to myself. Right. So I like at lunch, I go and I drive and then I come back and I like do my thing. But they bond over lunch. Right. Oh, and they yeah. bond over those extra things that I didn't get to go do and I wasn't I able to go do. And then I feel like, I don't know, you just feel guilty. Like I yeah. popped out of something. Right. And even though that's not the case, like it's not that I don't want to go and I don't care about these people. I do. But it's also that like I can't. Right. I can't. And I don't know how to be like. a Well, the option, the other nice option person. is you do it, but then like you're not going to be nice. Right. It's not going to be fun. Yeah. And you're just going to make everyone else's day worse. Yeah. I mean, that that sounds really harsh and mean, but. But that's the case. Like. Yeah. At a certain point when you are in crazy spoon debt and then add crazy pain on top of it mm -hmm. and then fatigue from the day, like it's hard to be a kind human being. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> and you're driving around as a way for you to not mask around people yes. and recenter, right? It's like my break. Yeah. I go and I like be with myself and nobody else. Yeah. And I can scream in my car and be like, ah, oh, I don't feel good. And then I can come back and be a person. Right. But so it's something you have to do. It just has a cost. Yeah. Well, and it's also that like, it helps me to feel like I'm staying in motion. Yeah. Because as soon as I stop, yeah. everything falls apart. And that I think is like, the root of the spasms i feel like you're gonna reach well no you've reached it before you've reached mm -hmm. work fatigue many times oh, already yeah. in the last two years but it's like adrenal fatigue mm -hmm. you know like i feel like you can't stop yeah. <laughs> and that's just that wears on you yeah that just sucks in general yeah i'm just imagining like so having good. to keep going so you mm -hmm. don't get that break right because if i stop that could be it. Then then I tank. Yeah. And then I have to like figure out how to pick myself back up. Right. But literally, like I get one pick yourself up a day and it's the morning. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's very true. Yeah. It's like when you get when you hit the wall and running and stuff, mm -hmm. like and you get your second wind. Yeah. It's like you only get the one. Yeah. So I mean uh, professionals can get many, but Yeah, there's no I get second one. wind. There's like well there is. If I if I stay in motion, yeah. I get like a five PM second wind. Where I can like make dinner and then dick around and do whatever I want. That's kind of the same for me. Like I usually hop off the internet, like because I'll be up doing the episodes and looking stuff up and mm -hmm. hanging out with friends, and then around three I have to stop. Yeah. And I lay down. Yeah. And I have to just turn everything off and just exist for a while, and then mm -hmm. and then I can do dinner with the kids. Yeah. I can come back to the internet. I can hang out with Jen, and then that's it. Yep. Yep. So I totally understand that. Ugh. 
it's just icky. Mm-hmm. I don't like having to do it. And then just adding the pain on top is like the pain itself drains you of spoons. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's it. It takes so many spoons to just Right. So like imagine you're planning your day exist. out. You're like I know I'm I'm adjusted to my spoon life. I I can do these activities and I know what I'm doing. And then halfway through the day you're hit with like severe pain yeah. and there goes everything. Yeah. You because that's it. You've just been zapped. Yep. Yeah. Well, and it's like you just you can't get away from it. You can't no. escape it. And there's no and that's the thing. And this is what bothers me about I feel like like pain teams where they're like, "Well, what are you doing to make it better?" Right. And I'm like, "I have lived like 3 days attached to the tens machine all afternoon because it's the only thing that helps to like numb it out yeah i live out of the bathtub like there are so many things i'm doing that are not pain medication yeah exactly and then you don't get credit for any of it no it's (laughs) they're like oh you you need we have we have we have a lot of mental coping mechanisms Mm -hmm. and tools that we've developed yeah that we practice yeah and use there's a lot of the physical stuff like i've been using the tub a bunch too now yep i forgot how much i loved sitting in the boiling hot water Oh, my God. You just sit and you're like, ah, it feels so good to not feel my body. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sear my nerves off. But there are. There's like you don't get credit for having everything and adapting. If if you if you take that med, then that's it. You've you failed. Yes. Even though you've already done everything else. Like. Right. That's not fair. It's not fair. And it's damaging. And it's I feel like it's it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. Right. Because. I mm, I don't I don't know how to like approach this, but and I know you've been here too, where you've hit a certain point where you don't feel like anybody's helping you mm-hmm. and you're just like, okay, so at what point do I hit a wall where I've had enough entirely? Right. And you're like, okay, we're just it's time. <laughs> it's time to go. Yeah. And I I don't know, maybe I'm just approaching that point because I don't know. Like, my functional levels are not where I want them to be. No, it's and it's different and, and unexpected. Yeah. yeah, 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 and scary. Yeah, very scary. Because like I am good at pushing through things, and mm-hmm. I'm good at being in pain. You can't fun. You can't push through losing functionality, though. Yeah. The, you just that's exactly it. Yeah. It's not a like I don't want to or like it hurts and I won't like because it if it hurts and I can I can yeah and I and will. will. Absolutely. But when it hurts and I literally can't, it's mm-hmm. like trying to walk on a numb leg. Right. <laughs> like you could, but it's not going to hold you. Right. And it's going to dump you on the floor. And that's kind of where I'm at. And when that is what's happening and you're like adjusting because you think it's your new forever. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. And that it's going to get worse. Uh-huh. But you just got to remember it gets different. Yes. Well, and that's what I've been telling myself because two three days ago i was just in so much pain and randy looked at me and he was like do we need to go to the urgent care and i was like absolutely not right we're not doing that that's stupid what are they gonna do nothing they're gonna treat me like shit and i'm not gonna get any help and i'm gonna feel worse yeah there's no point in doing that but he was like i haven't seen you like this and i was like ah i mean you haven't seen Seen. yeah this isn't like new right this is bad yeah um, but you're witnessing it. It's not like new, new. Right. But I mean, I'm good at hiding shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good at like pushing through and I'm good at like do the things and then isolate and function 
but I can't. I right. can't, and that sucks. And there's so many different like consequences to it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's <sighs> like we were talking about. There's like, there's the do option where mm-hmm. you go into spoon debt, and then there's the don't option where you take care of yourself and yeah. do the self care. Either way, you still have to deal with the same kind of stuff, right? Right. You're gonna at least emotionally and like socially. Yeah. Because yeah. if you go. You have to mask. So there goes all your energy. Or you just let it all hang out and then feel like the attention seeker. You know, like you don't want to be the the focus of everything. Like, oh, no, Karina's in such a bad shape. Oh, no, Chris is dying. But you also don't want people to be like, eh. You're in like horrible pain either. So it's lose-lose on both sides. Let's make being in horrible pain socially acceptable. Yes. That would be really nice. If I could go to a party and halfway through go, oh, my fucking God, and just take a few minutes to hate myself, Uh it'll be fine. Yeah, there's that social consequence of either feeling disconnected from people mm-hmm. or feeling like the attention seeker. Right. Or feeling judged or unbelieved or pitied. Right. There's so many, like, there's a gamut of emotion that goes yeah. with it. And I, I feel like no matter what you do, you're going to have to go through it. Yes. Like, experience Well, it. and then if you don't go, there's that, like, guilt and yeah. self-punishment that happens where you're like... God, I am the worst. Right. I'm a flake. No one's going to trust me anymore. Exactly. Or, yeah. Or they're going to stop inviting me to things yes. because I don't go. And then I'm going to become further on the outside and get lost there. And and then that triggers runaway brain where I'm like, clearly I'm unloved. It's time, time to, to quit bail. my job and leave everyone behind. Goodbye. I still get runaway brain. Yeah. Oh, runaway brain is hard to manage. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of trauma driven stuff. Yeah. Oh, there's Jen. Huh? It is hard to manage. Yeah. Yeah. I As mean, you're trying to through. talk Chris through it. <laughs> <laughs> Where you're like, I don't have friends. What friends? They all hate me, so I hate them. Ha ha. What she said. Yeah. And then Jen's I like, will hate them first and run away, and they'll never see me again. And that way I can't have my feelings hurt. Yeah. Damn it. Mm hmm. But then your feelings are hurt because you feel like that anyway. Right. You're like, I'll just hurt my own feelings. It's safer that way. <laughs> well, okay. Real quick, before we go to break. What happens when I don't go to functions? Because in my head, you show up, and because I'm self-centered, everybody's like, well, why oh, isn't Chris, Chris here? Why isn't Chris here? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I'm sure it's nothing like that. They don't ask why you're not there, but they ask how you are. See, that's um, sweet. My granny... We'll be like, next time, tell Chris I hope to see him because I love him. Mm, see, that uh, is sweet. Okay. Yeah. It's coming from like a good yeah. place. It's not just See, like... I was imagining like the other side of yeah. family being like, oh, well, how's he doing? Like, is he okay? <laughs> Why isn't he here? Like, no. is he it's sick again? It's adorable that you think they talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> But that's how it feels, right? Right. Like you're like, oh my god, if I don't go, people are gonna be upset with me mm-hmm. or upset with my spouse. Yeah, and that's bad because I'm like, I don't want him to have to manage. Yeah, people being upset at me not being there. I had that worry, but I also sent yeah. Jen to Thanksgiving like the first year we were together. Mm. I was like, you go, I'll stay. <laughs> I wanted I to go. I suffered that day. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and then, uh... yeah, go on. With the uh, with our friends and like when we used to do weekly D and D in person, yeah. Uh, ben would ask me each week 
if I if Chris was still dead and I was still <laughs> maintaining the cover that he was just sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I remember those days where it was like, oh, he's sick. Oh, he's sick. Oh, he's sick. And like for me, I was like, he doesn't love us. Or it was like, oh, they chased him out and I'm never going to see him until I leave. But And then that kind of came true. But like now there's a very clear understanding of what is Right, right. It on. wasn't, there was no... Like, yeah. I hate you or, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was a lot of trauma and then managing being ill at the same time. Right, and then having to mask and not wanting to mask or mm -hmm. not having the energy to mask. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. Because there's, there is, there's just, there, there's no correct answer, right? Mm -hmm. There's no right way to do things. There's no right decision. You have to weigh everything kind of individually yeah, it's as it comes It's very situational. Up. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, Tuesday for me, like... I could go. I could probably not feel very good. I kind of hope you like, can make it. Like, cause I I that would go. be really good. Because I want to cook uh, carbonara. And go. Because oh, be so we're not doing like Thanksgiving food. We're doing just Dude, hot carbonara. Ah, uh, yeah. With my artichokes and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, we get the leftovers. Fuck <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, because you guys aren't doing a Thanksgiving, huh? I bought a turkey. We're going to oh, do something nice. just us and Bapa, but... Oh, that's great. Good. I'm glad you are. Yeah, not even Aunt Jenny's coming over. Wow. Where's she at? She has stuff going on. Oh. Yeah. Look at all these people with their social lives. Right? <laughs> Everyone I'm doing their to, thing. I'm supposed to go to Pine and then come back for the husband's side of the family. It'll be good oh, if you so can I'm survive like, it. Because two meals in a day... <laughs> right that's a lot we could get into the social obligation of having to eat the food that I too ice god cream sandwiches. Ice cream sandwiches are the best. so okay bef next up after break we're going to talk about the fear of forever yeah so the fear of decline the decline mm -hmm. and maybe go over some coping skills and stuff you can yeah. do around the holidays to try and right. keep spoons or at least drag out your spoons so you can participate right and then suffer through january yeah we'll see <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm not ready for that. That's going to be hard. Yeah. But yeah. So what do they need to do? They break? need to Venmo me $1,000, please. Hydrate. <laughs> Hydrate or dihydrate. Yes. Have a snack. Because? Because you are a snack. It's true. Take my love. Take your Just meds. do it. Yeah, that too. Take, Take your meds. meds. You I haven't taken it. my Adderall. That's why oh, I found it. No. I know because it's in the bathroom. I found it. I thought I put it down. You did. I went looking for it, and then I was like, no, I probably put it in my backpack. I'm you just being lose things. It I was in the bathroom. That. I was like, oh, no. It's it my day. last night, too. Yeah. Um, do something nice for yourself. Yes. Get some sunlight if there is. Um, if there's not sunlight, do something, like, cozy. Yeah, hug a Maybe cat, dog, friend. Fuzzy socks. Do a forever hug. It really throws them off. Don't ever let go. Yeah. And don't pick your head up. Don't look at them. Just hug them. And whisper in their ear, this is forever. <laughs> and then go, I am so much stronger than you. Oh, my God. Okay. So. <laughs> take a break if you can. Yes. We're going to go take a break and find some sun and maybe some food. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So. It yeah. Cool. It's not. It, it was sunnier. Yeah. So if there's sun, I want it. I want it. Give me the sunlight. Did they show you this? Anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll see, see you guys later. in just a moment. So take care of you and we'll be right back. Bye. 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 
Hey guys, did you know that Fantastic Paints now has a website? On our website, you can find our shop where we will be opening up for custom t-shirts and orders there. You can also find access to our PayPal, Winky Wink. You can buy us a coffee anytime. We would love that. You can also see some of our blog articles, access to recent episodes and our TikTok and uh, get in contact with us. You can also find a link to our Discord, which is getting updated pretty soon to include new channels and some games. We would also like to thank our producer for setting up the website. Thank you for supporting us and enjoy the rest of the show. Indeed, thank you. Welcome back. How was your break? <laughs> if you took a break. Did you do the things? A thing? Any of the things? I took my medication. Yeah. And we job. went outside. We did. We got some sunlight. A little bit of sunlight. A <laughs> little, little bit. Winter's the worst. Short days, not enough heat. Agreed. Need more light and warmth. Can we petition for more sun? <laughs> yeah, right? Well, I mean, last winter we only had like one or two really snow days. Yeah. It was really concerning. I spent the entire year obsessing about it. I love you. <laughs> I, I was doing the same thing. So like, it's just, I love that you do I know. That. I was like, when is the season going to change when the season didn't change exactly. the first time? Uh, and I was like, how many fires are we going to have this year because of that? Yeah. And then summer happened. Yep. And we didn't move because fatigue. Nope. And that he got hard. COVID. Yeah, and my that... dad died. <laughs> you sound so chipper. <laughs> she loves dropping that bomb. The look on her face is priceless. I remembered it. I was like, it was a like, I remembered it on my own. Yeah. The, the event happened. Oh, yeah. So I was like, brain happened. I didn't, I didn't. Forget. No, you're good. No judgment. Yeah. We're laughing just because of how chipper it was. I know. And my dad died. Right before oh, my birthday. <laughs> yeah, he's it tainted both of our birthdays now. It's <laughs> gonna be like, oh Yeah. That always happens. Yep. <laughs> Did you tell your sister? So uh I'd say like September. Yeah. Chris walked into the living room and was like, What is this? And Picks up the urn and was like, oh, <laughs> oh right. I didn't do that. That was a kid who did that. It that was, was that was when we came home. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I put it up there and. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Where you didn't know there was a dead person in there. Ah. <laughs> ah. Ah. Anyway. <laughs> what are we spoons. talking about? Uh, we're going to talk about. Maybe some coping mechanisms for anti-spoons, yeah. spoon debt, mm -hmm. holidays. And then we want to talk about the fear of forever. Yes. The dark days. The dark days. <laughs> if you are a longtime listener, um, you've probably heard us say something along the lines of it gets different. Yes. Um, and that's kind of the thing that keeps us from dropping into despair entirely. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to remember that, like. What you're feeling now is not forever. Um, things change. Not necessarily better, not necessarily worse, mm -hmm. but different. Yeah, especially with EDS, because yeah. I'm definitely better off than I was before. Yeah. But I'm still declining. It's like yeah. grief. Yeah. Yeah. Comes It'll always in, like, be cycles. there. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good so, analogy. It's, it's what I thought of 
sorry. I just telepathic communication here. Memories unlocked. Uh, so the the dark days that we were talking about before. Yeah. Where it was really bad, and like you stabbed yourself in the leg that one time. Uh, I'm psychotic. You're bipolar. I'm bipolar. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was the the grief analogy along with the like serenity prayer yeah because it was i used similar coping mechanisms to when i was going through the court stuff with bruise okay um paired with the the grief aspect of it yeah because it was around that time that um when rory was a baby that i saw my dad last in person and that was around the time that I started I started going through the grieving period mm-hmm. because that was my that was where you felt the loss. Yeah. Yeah. Because I knew like the dad that I knew yeah was never like there coming was no back. there was no coming back. Yeah. There was no no recovering from right everything so far. Yeah. So I am and like I told my granny, like there were bits of it that I started to go through in in middle school, but tangent. Um, <laughs> but with the fact that he still called on occasion, and I didn't really understand then. I mean, I was in eighth grade. Yeah. Um. It wasn't, I still had hope that, you know, he would get better, that he would come back. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Well, that's interesting because, like, I think you might be like this, too, where we avoid hope. Yeah. Because it hurts when it doesn't happen. So it's easier to just be like, you know what, whatever happens, happens, instead of like, well, I hope for this outcome. Because when you hope for an outcome, like, part of you is set on that. And part of you is like devastated yeah. when that hope falls through. And so we just kind of have avoided it forever. Yeah. Where we're like, you know what? We will figure out whatever, whatever when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. But right now, this is the way it is. And we're going to just hang with the way it is because that's what we can do. But it's definitely like, it's a hard thing to. I don't know. We've talked about before where you have to accept different outcomes all at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah. You you have to be able to. And it's not necessarily hope. It's just that you've gone through this leads to this. Clinical neurodivergent coping mechanism. There you go. <laughs> but that was yeah, literally, yeah. Cynicism is really what it is. It's like, yeah, if the worst happens, you're like, eh, okay. That was, I mean, it was bound to happen. Right. It's, and if the best happens, you're like, oh, cool. That was nice. Mm-hmm. It's sweet. It's the difference between me and and my sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, like she she's taking it a lot harder than I am. Like she thought that there was time left still, and like she wants to go and see how he was living. She wants to understand mm-hmm. who he was before he died. That's because be tragic, it was, though. Yeah, like, and I. You you started 
differently. Like you, you grieved a memory instead of like where she's at, where she's trying to seek a truth that she isn't prepared to deal with. Yes. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. like she knows factually the it's it's the it's the tism. Yeah. She wants to understand. She wants to break it down. She wants to. She wants answers. Yeah. Sometimes there just isn't understanding them, no. and there aren't answers. Like people make choices that don't make sense to us, yeah. and like I know we we go through it with family on our end, where we're like, I will never ever understand right. the motivations for some people. It took me a long time to get there, though. Like yeah. to the point where I was like, it's not gonna happen. Right. Like I tried. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Put a lot of effort into it. And, but it was pointless. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't serve a purpose either. Right. Not like knowing would change anything. Right. Exactly. Well, and that's kind of where I'm at, where I'm like, does it matter? Is it productive? Mm-hmm. Like, is it something? Because that's the thing with spoons is you have to learn how to budget your energy differently. Yeah. And that includes like your emotional energy. Oh, Definitely. Which is why, like, for me, I don't get, like, really angry about a lot of things. Oh, yeah, me I get either. angry, I vent it, and then I'm done. Yeah. I don't hold on to something and carry it with me. That I don't get. Because it's heavy. I don't understand how people can do that. Right. How can you stay in the same state of mind and the same mood for a prolonged period of time? They, they don't know that they're doing it. And they're not taught how to, to cope mm-hmm. with those emotions. Yeah. Because... It's the difference between me when I was younger. Yeah. And me post Bruce, basically. Yeah. Um, going through what I did with Bruce, I mean, obviously with Chris. Yeah. Fundamentally changed me as a person and how I think and how I can view things and I think um, a lot of it is just assumed like Mm. when when people are parenting they assume certain behaviors and knowledge and coping skills are just Oh, and people think, yeah. right? The, yeah, they come pre not taught, pre-programmed, right? And then they get mad when they don't meet those expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's and, no explicit instruction there, mm-hmm. which is what is needed. And I have to remind myself of that sometimes mm-hmm. um, with the kids. It's like if I'm getting mad about something, and I, with them, if I react angrily, what I've had to do is call myself up on it immediately i go whoa that made me angry Mm -hmm. and i will explain that like i'll work it out in conversation with them yeah so they know like oh well and it's a modeled behavior right like exactly it's, it's first identifying an emotion and then going through the reason for that emotion and the thinking behind that emotion, which is what a lot of people are not prepared to do. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, I feel a way. I don't like the way I feel. Right. They're I need kind to of at the whims of their it. feelings. Yes. Which is funny because we are also, but in a different way. Right. Because we are, I don't know. I tell my husband all the time because I'm, he is very like, 
he'll feel away and he'll feel away for a long time. Yeah. And for me, I am like, I always describe it as mercurial where I kind of just flit yeah. from thing to thing. Oh yeah. Definitely. But I don't know if that's like an ADHD trait. I feel or, like it's an ADHD. Right. Thing. Like I'm like, Oh, I forgot I was mad about a thing. because yeah. Something else happened and I moved on, but med oh, time uh, a little bit with my ADHD. <clears throat> like Randy is so much like me before yeah sometimes i like step away from the situation and like when chris is doing something because i'm it just like resonates so close that i it kind of get a little triggered yeah yeah um and that's why with the kids like it's a more recent development um because i noticed how like they were reacting or like they're angry or like rory's acting out and they don't know why yeah and um, most people, I remember learning this in psychology class, most people are either unwilling or unable to just innately be self-reflective. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whereas we are like, we live inside of our heads and we question ourselves continuously and yes. we're like, what was that? why was that how do i move forward with that i am, am i avoiding something here do i need to process something here mm-hmm. do i need to just feel my feels for a minute and then move on like is my feeling justified in reality but also without judgment right right because you can't fall into judging yourself for your emotion you can go ah that made me feel away instead of like oh i'm horrible because i got angry exactly <laughs> i as weird as it probably seems, I'm very grateful for the mental health struggles I've had through my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that and the combination of that human over there, Chris, <laughs> I pointed at me because I'm off camera. Um, I was able to turn because I. I people watched before. Yeah, yeah. But with my family, like when something goes wrong, it wasn't something that we were capable of stopping and calming down and thinking. Right. It was panic. And then all you feel is that panic. Like you could not. Yeah. Well, and then you like overreact. Yeah. Well, and I, I identify with that really strongly because like I am who I am now. Right. And like, there, there is some pride that I take in being self-reflective and yeah. self-aware and in control of myself. But then there are situations like with our family that will trigger you so hard that you're like, all of that knowledge and learning is out the door. Oh, yeah. yeah. And now I am back to being a child. Isn't it what I think Randy was saying? Instinct brain? Yeah. Like you fall out of like the thinky brain goes bye bye. Yeah. And then instinct brain is like. These are the patterns I recognize. This is what it means. And we got to yeah. like escape or fight or. Yeah. I mean, we still have those like slip ups where it's like instantly <clears throat> yeah. you react and then you afterwards like, oh, yeah. That like was the moon watch. Yeah. That was one for me where I was like disappointed in myself in a way. But I also was like, I'm not in a place where I wanted to or felt like I was capable. of. And it was so sudden. Yes. So. Yeah. But I remember, like, when I was younger, 
<clears throat> there were practically years that I felt almost nothing but anger. Yeah. I was constantly angry and I had no idea why. I had no capability of figuring it out or mm-hmm. expressing it aside from just lashing out and yeah. Well, I feel like anger is like in that instinct brain, right? Anger yeah. anger is like this self-protective measure that we fall into. And I see it a lot with the kids I work with where anger is the like smokescreen. Anger oh, is okay. the armor. Anger is what protects them from having to feel everything Armorable. beyond it, right? So anger is safer than the other like negative emotions. Yeah that they could be feeling or would be feeling. And I feel like a lot of people fall into that where they're like, yeah, anger is safe because you feel in a way you feel in control of your anger, right? Like you're like, I am angry. Right. I'm going to be angry and I'm going to behave in my anger. Yes, exactly. Because it is, it's this like safe nook of, I can feel angry and not know why because well, it's it's, it's an excuse too, right? Like, yes. You, you can excuse behaviors yeah. and things you wouldn't normally do because you're angry. Yeah. And in the moment, you're not thinking that way, but that's why it's right. What, what happens. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's and I just feel like there's most, no thought in the anger. Yeah. Most people. I don't know if it's how they're raised or if it just never occurred to them. Um, but they they don't natively break down their own thoughts or actions mm-hmm. like if they do something and it hurts somebody else yeah there's a large chance they won't notice oh right. yeah yeah well and i think it's like and i've had this conversation with randy a couple of times where we talk about how there's this like super narrow view of the world mm-hmm. and it's extremely self-centered right like you are the main character and you are the only person in existence because that is what you're aware of like other people are there but they're kind of just these passing characters in your world mm-hmm. that maybe serve a purpose or like right all of that but it's such a narrowed lens because to look beyond it is scary yeah to be able to see what the world is is scary i see that with with sophie a lot too mm. we're like She'll say something like the other day she was describing like this really edgy thing she was reading. And, and I'm yeah. and I wanted to be like, that happens to people, though. Yeah. She was like, you know, it's really right. I can't Fiction. believe it. Right. Yeah. And I was I, I didn't say it. I wanted to. I wanted to be like, you know, this shit happens for real. I know it's appalling that yeah. someone wrote this, but yeah, it it's real. And well, yeah, that's that's a big one, too, that you see with like, especially when like white privilege is brought into the conversation. Oh yeah. I don't feel like it's ever explained well, but it's this, you see it a lot where people are like, I've never experienced that. So therefore it can't be real. Mm -hmm. Like that doesn't happen in the world that I know. Exactly. What, what is the world if that happens to people? And they just close themselves off to it. Exactly. So they're like, no, that doesn't happen. That's right. That's made up or exaggerated or a one time Thing or, right. This isn't something yeah. that actually happens all the time. Right. But it does. But it does. It, this Most world of it is full of does. Not and they great don't things. notice like people. Uh, I've caught 
old couples in my store, like shifty eye watching black people in the store, uh-huh. like yeah, it's it's like it's almost like they never grew up, right? It's this like yeah. super childish way of thinking that it's like, well, I follow the rules. And therefore, everyone must follow the rules, and I'm going to enforce those rules. Well, and, and blah, their blah, blah, rules blah. too, right? Right, exactly. And and the people that don't have an internal dialogue, I don't. It's it blows my mind. Like they, I had um a therapist talk to me about it after I was. I had a therapist talk to me. I did a lot of therapy. Uh, Ditto. uh, A couple years after I was diagnosed with ADHD, um, the therapist acknowledged it, but my mom still at the time didn't. um, She didn't think it was real, right? Yeah, Yeah. she she did not. Um, And convinced me that it wasn't and that I was just energetic and... Yeah. And... That spiraled into, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um. I also took an IQ test at the same time, mm-hmm. and so a lot of the stuff that I was talking about with the therapist, she said was a little bit tied to a mixture of both, because there's a certain amount of awareness with I guess uh, I lost my train of thought because <laughs> you were talking about like the internal dialogue right and people who don't have that yeah it's 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 almost like they forget that they can go in and they only live with in what the is, now and the present right. yeah. and like the but in reactionary a, way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Reactionary yeah, is that's the way to put it. Yeah. Is that like um, the neurodivergency and the like with the higher IQ, we're more hyper aware and yes. we notice the patterns and we'll mm-hmm. connect the patterns. And then we get frustrated that the other people yes. don't notice the patterns when it's we're not the average like right Right. well and that's like we've talked about in the past where being socially and emotionally intelligent Mm. and you expect the world to be the same way and you expect other people to be the same way because you don't know any better well yeah it's not starting i think expect is like the wrong word right you you anticipate it yes it's it's just how you assume things are other people are not it's confusing and frustrating frustrating and sad because you're like what yeah. What world am I living in when I can't communicate with other people the way I want to? And they are not, they're not awake. They're not there. Right. They're not in that actual, like, they're they're not broad enough of view to be able to have those conversations mm-hmm. the way you want to or to have the support you want or, right. like, I had to having, have that conversation with Rin. Yeah. Uh, because... She makes friends really easy. Like, she's really social. Mm-hmm. But she has the... I, I called it the criticisms. Where she puts in a lot of effort. And yes. she cares. Deeply. The, and she cares deeply. Yeah. And most people don't. Right. 
Oh, and, I still have that. And where so I'm she like, won't get people the, only like me for what I can do for them. She won't get the same care back out of most of the friends that she makes yeah. that mm-hmm. she puts in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she'll... so she needs it's a lonely to... feeling. Yeah, it is. It's a lonely thing. And I don't know. It's it's just such a strange way to live when you are aware. Yeah. When you are aware of the outside and the inside at the same time when you and, and like if we talk about it in the tense of like coping right like how do we cope with being ill and trying to interact with people who don't get it oh so yeah like the well people right yeah, that's what we call them. <laughs> the well people they live in the well they come out at night yeah and well, we've had like well. it's hard it's hard to get people to grasp yeah. What's happening when you have to mask constantly? Right. Well, that okay. So you're you're masking, right? And mm-hmm. you're doing it so well, no one notices. Yeah. But then, if you don't mask and like they see it, they don't understand it because like they've never yeah. experienced it and they never right. will. So like, yeah. There's no. It doesn't connect in their heads that there's this thing going on. You know. Right. They're yeah. just like, oh, that's abnormal. Yeah. They're like, it wow, what's wrong with goes you? Goes through. It's like <laughs> looking at the chat on on Twitch. Just yeah. oh, okay. There. The thought went and came and went. It's yes. over. Or it's like fear because yeah. again with that like narrow view they're like well that doesn't happen to people mm-hmm. like I get that like disabled people exist somewhere in the world yeah but not here in not front near of me, me. And yeah I've not experienced that and like poor- 2010 when yeah. I worked at Best Buy I had corporate HR say pregnancy brain is not a thing oh, no. stop making excuses for being bad at your job. <laughs> Oh, and like Fuck. friend of podcasts, Summer has had this experience with work where yeah. like she's having to come up with a list of accommodations for, for an accommodation request. But within that, like we we sat down and we talked about it is to put in like a safe place to recover and self-assess. And I was like, you need to say that you're going to self-assess. Yeah, because what was happening was if I wasn't there to help and manage and go through it with her somebody else was and they didn't understand what was happening so and so there's this like panic or someone needs to come get you or we need to call an ambulance or overreaction yeah yeah like major overreaction and (laughs) it just it almost cheapens the experience of being ill Mm -hmm. when you're like okay so either i'm completely fine or, or I'm dying. Right. There's no. And there's nothing. It's that black white brain. Yeah. It's either is or isn't. Yeah. You can't. Which, you can't function if you have an illness. Right. Which I think is why we get so creative with coming up with descriptors for pain. Yeah. Is because you like want somebody to understand. And I had to think about this because I was like, am I? Because <laughs> you know, like personality disorders and all of that. Oh and yeah. I just, I don't know. I wonder about that all the time for myself Same. because I'm broken. Ask Jen. Um, but like thinking about histrionic personality disorder, where they like exaggerate and they expand upon things. Yeah. And I'm like, am I like that? Because I'm like, no. I feel like my body is being split in half. Is that? Am I being dramatic or am I trying to reach them in a way that makes sense? Right. And you. It's such a frustrating experience to be like, am I the crazy one or do I really want to be understood? Like what, what is it that drives me? Right. And to have to question that. It has to come to motivation, right? Yeah. Because you're not doing it to like get attention. No. 
You just want understanding. So yes. I, that's that's a safe bet that you're not. Yeah. Well, and I've learned that people who have been pregnant tend to understand <clears throat> when I talk about like the pelvic floor spasms. Oh, yeah. Where I'm like, it literally, it feels like my pelvis is just being opened. And it's, <laughs> Jen just died yeah, in the background. It's, it's horrible. It's horrible. It feels like I'm being split. Yeah. And my boss yesterday was just like, have oh, you yeah. tried Kegels? Yeah. Oh. Well, it's not that because it's all the way up in here. And it starts here. with the kidney line. Yeah. Like oh. that nerve and then it moves down. And then it goes down and then they're like either super low. So I'm like, you know, contractions <laughs> feel uh, like that. It does. <laughs> it feels like I'm giving fucking birth just for fun. And then you can't put weight on the leg because the spasms are so bad mm -hmm. and like into the groin and it's all oh, it's awful. But she was like, oh, yeah, I had that when I was giving birth. <laughs> I was just like, OK, so I'd you like understand. <laughs> yeah. And you understand the context of the pain. We won. All right. Cool. Connection. I love that. It's now now you yeah. can be like, it's like birth. Yeah. <laughs> to but people. Then people are like, but you've never given birth. And you're like, well. Other people. I have it on good birth, authority so. that what I'm experiencing has been yeah. experienced by people in birth. Oh, it's awful. I like how we've sidetracked. I know we've completely lost where we were, but it's a Holidays. nice conversation. It is. It's a great I conversation. I do like it. But <sighs> when you're self-aware, sorry to kind of loop back around, the fear of forever is there, but you almost can't even take it seriously. Yeah. When you want to mourn for yourself. Right. And you can't bring yourself to because you're like eh, but it's also like a lack of energy because you know yeah. how much energy is going to go into it yes and you're like i don't i can't no it's like looking off a cliff and knowing that you have to jump but you just can't and yeah. not from fear from lack of energy right you're like i need to just i need to do this thing yeah and it's hard because like for me it's not even so much the fear of progressive disability it's the fear of like financial instability. Right. So for me, it's in that financial vein where. Oh boy, do like, I get that. If I was financially stable uh, in a different way, I could cut back on working. Right. And I could work up from there mm -hmm. instead of having to try to meet the standard and falling short and falling short and falling short and falling short. Right. And then being upset with myself and frustrated and feeling like I'm letting down my partner because i'm losing a lot of money here right but it's not even so much the disability part because i don't know we've always been aware yeah that this is how it is and even before diagnosis we didn't have like a well someone's gonna fix me it oh was no like no i just want to know what's happening yeah to me. exactly and if i know then it's okay right if i can understand it yes then it's not an issue yeah it's not terrifying like i'm I'm not dying mm -hmm. <laughs> there's nothing horribly wrong i don't need to go to the emergency room yeah like it's just it just is gonna suck it and just we accept is gonna it. suck yeah but then we accept it too far sometimes oh absolutely. where we don't yeah, yeah, yeah. bother to try to cope we're just right. like i'll eh. just suffer it's fine I don't I do, do that. I don't know what you're talking about. I do about. that a, a lot where I'm just like, he's like, my husband will be like, well, have you done this to help? And I'm like, nah, <laughs> he's like, why not? And I'm like, I don't feel like it. <laughs> yeah, well, you're in horrible pain. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I don't do that. I don't do Jen's face. Um, <clears throat> we're not related at all. Right. I think there was a point early on 
where the the not normal like where yeah. things would never be the normal again yeah that was hard for you to get past oh dude that was a mourning period yeah uh, letting go of the dream of normal yeah well i don't know for me it was almost i don't know like a, a weight was lifted oh like yeah. i didn't have the pressure but that was having the thing, to like, achieve normal I, I was still trying to hold up a standard yeah okay this is yeah. pre pre-diagnosis pre, pre yeah. yeah this is like when work was going on and i couldn't fulfill work duties and yeah. money was scary you know 28 28 <laughs> You're at 28. I'm also not 28. I'm no, 29. But, but that's... I'm at his 28. Yeah. In 2008, so we had the house payment going on and... Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's... I mourned it. And then once you let go, it is. It is yeah. freeing. It's like, okay, I can cope with this. Right. I'll just be amenable to, like, whatever happens. You yeah. know, be ready for everything. And... and we, like, go through these periods where, I don't know, because we move through emotion and feelings so fluidly mm -hmm. like i had a meltdown maybe a week ago about how frustrating it was to have to live in a society that is not built for you yeah in a society that doesn't care about you in a society that is not compatible with who you are yeah and that i felt like was more damaging maybe yeah more damning than the actual disability right. itself. Having to force yourself to fit a mold. Yes. When you're like, I can't. I right. Literally can't. And it's not laziness. No. And it's not because I don't want to. And it's not millennial whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> it's because I cannot. And I mean, it's becoming more okay that you can't. Like, we're seeing more and more of it. We're more connected and people are more... I don't know, confident in being able to be like, no, I can't. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's hard and it's frustrating because you're like, I still have to live. Mm -hmm. I still have to be able to survive in a world that's not built for me. Yep. When, and, and then I get frustrated because I'm like, it doesn't have to be like this. No, it doesn't. Why? What, Why are we doing this to ourselves? What always gets me is the the feigning it. Yeah. There's like a, you know, we're we're, we're accessible for everybody. We're very understanding. And they're not, and no. they aren't. Mm -mm. They just, you know, there's a ramp. We put in an accessibility ramp. We're yeah. pro-disability. Yeah. But, okay. <laughs> Good for you. You're like, you don't know what accessibility actually means. Nope. Thank you. Never thought about it once in their life. Yeah. It's the same conversation I had with the, the key holders at my store. They're like, I don't understand why it's this way. And I was like, well, these decisions are being made by... People who have not stepped inside a store yes. in 30 years. Oh, my God. Yeah. Teaching's the same way where you're like, why are you making all the like, why are you calling the shots when you have no clue what it's like mm -hmm. where we are and working with these kids and teaching and being in the classroom every single day? Right. That's why Dr. Chastain was so refreshing was a lot of doctors have never been in any amount of pain. Right. Well, and you still have doctors out there who a believe that like for starters let's see that the cervix has no nerves which is insane that they believe that last week we talked about um there was a post in one of the groups oh, where yeah. this poor girl was like my uncle's an er doctor and he said that ehlers-danlos isn't real and no one calls it eds 
Uh, it's called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. And the only real Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome is vascular. Wow. Like, but these are people who are working in medicine. Well, we had people comment on it. Yeah. In, oh, in the post after like there was that nurse it was like this yeah and there's nothing i can do about it but right. this yeah and i was like oh no but that's that's where we are in yeah. the world is like you have those teachers who are like sit down shut up factory worker and then you have the doctors who are like hysteria it's a thing you're wandering uterus counterpoint Papa. There are good doctors out there. Yes. I yes. just feel like we've been complaining about doctors so much it's that we're like. It's hard to sift through them. Oh, yeah. We've That's had so many exhaustion. bad experiences. Yeah. But there are good ones. Yes. I don't want to. I just well, don't want people to think that like, we're anti-doctor. No, no, we're no, pro-doctor. Pro-good doctor. Pro-good doctor. Pro-educated doctor. Willing to learn. Yes. You know. Well, that's the important part because. And this is like part of the frustration I have right now with my pain doctor is that she's like, well, that your spasms don't sound like EDS. And I'm like, you don't know <laughs> what EDS is, entails, um, comes with comorbidities. Mm -hmm. Like there are, it, it's, what what is it, what do I always say? That this is EDS, everything's possible and nothing makes sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. But it's like our muscles fatigue from just having to do what they're supposed to oh, do. Oh yeah, like we were talking about earlier, where your head's yeah. too heavy and you, you get exhausted from oh, holding your, your neck head up. Hurts so bad. Imagine that. Imagine that you can't hold your head up because it it's heavy. Yeah. Well, and that's why like fidgeting is such a big thing, is because if we Relieve keep the, the muscles, tension, yeah, yeah. And if we keep the muscles in movement, they're still in use. Yeah. It's when we start to relax that the problem starts. Yeah. It's just frustrating because they there are so many people who won't admit how much they don't know. Oh yeah. And that's all the way around. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's like with Marianne, um uh, Me too. She was but so the first six months I couldn't stand her. No. She and I did not jive because I felt like she wasn't listening and yeah. then uh, obviously like she was cautious because right they have to feel you out as mm -hmm. much exactly. as you have to feel them out. we talked about it last week yeah how we went a few visits before we actually like clicked yeah yeah but she wasn't it wasn't like a negative negative experience no, the no. Right. she was just being very incredulous and yeah and i was very defensive mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well what we had just gone through too yeah we had just done right. the major spine surgery and been failed by four doctors at the same time yeah. yes so yeah, he had spinal surgery and they left him without meds for yeah. like a week. And spinal surgery, they didn't mess with the bone. They touched the spinal column. They opened the dura on they, the inside. They removed a tumor from my spinal cord. Yep. It was fun. I wouldn't suggest it. And then they it. were like, who's got meds? You've got meds? Nobody's got meds? Yeah. Okay. Pain management was like, oh, the doctor's in charge of that. Doctor's like, no, pain management's in charge of that. And then we tried to get them to talk to each other. And they would not. No, they refused. It was bad. It was really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But I uh, got through it. We cope and we cope by doing like there's all kinds of things we do. Yeah, like, we do all of the body stuff, but then we have to go through all the mind stuff. Yeah. And remind ourselves that this isn't forever. It gets different. You're going to feel different a few hours from now because mm -hmm. it's hard. Like when when you're in it, you're in it. And it yeah. Feels and, you like know, forever. they know what we mean. like when you're in it for sure. Sometimes and it's forever. I have to look at a mess 
and tell myself it's okay to leave it a mess. Yes. Right. And be like, I don't, I don't actually have the spoons to deal with this mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Well, and let and that it's be okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Letting it be okay that like you're not okay all the time. Mm-hmm. And you know what? What works for other people is not going to work for you. So like the traditional model of being a human being in America today is not going to be the model that we follow. Not for those with disabilities and neurodivergences. Yeah. Well, and I saw a TikTok (laughs) that I really loved where he was like, you know what? If it's not working for you, stop doing it. Yeah. Like you can't put your clothes away. Live out of baskets, man. Like let that be okay. Maybe you fold stuff and put it in the baskets. I don't know. Maybe you don't fold it at all. Maybe you throw it into the drawers. Develop your own. Exactly. Yeah. What is going to work for you? Yeah. Stop trying to make yourself fit the mold. Right. Make a new mold. I like this conversation. Yes. It's very off of what we were supposed to do. I know. (laughs) Well, I freaking love it. But we got two spoons. Oh, yeah. No, we talked about forever fear, like the fear of forever. Coming back to coping and all of that. Yeah. It was just a fun ride. Yeah. It's a good conversation. And like with something that I know is going to take a lot of spoons, like with going to a holiday dinner, mm-hmm. I do as much preparation as I can. Mm-hmm. I bring my migraine stuff. I bring Tylenol. I bring sinus meds. She brings all my meds mm-hmm. and my like anxiety stuff. Yeah. She thinks ahead to like bring the, the stuff that I might need in an emergency. That's smart. I bring some comfort items yep. like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to show up to holiday dinner with a backpack, but yeah, See, I do that. Like, I'm comfortable to do that here, but it feels yeah. so weird other places sometimes really? where you're like, I'm going to make myself at home and lay on your floor now. Oh, yeah. And people are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I had to learn how to do it for babies. Yeah. And it's pretty much Makes since sense. then I've been like, fuck it. But this is now my diaper bag. Well, yes. it's great. <laughs> Yeah. It's wonderful. Like, like, why can't we it's smart. bring stuff? Yeah. A diaper bag for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's what I love about um, one of my coworkers. She has, like, a weighted blanket in her room. Oh, nice. And, like, all kinds of stuff. And, like, swings and just all kinds of, like, comfort items. Yeah. Where we, as the adults, come in and we're like, I feel like shit. <laughs> She's like, here, have a weighted blanket and a bean bag and uh, headphones. And uh, there you go. Nice. But yeah. yeah, live your neurodivergency, live your illness and be authentic because what I've learned in my very short life is you will not be happy until you are living authentically. Oh, yeah. That's huge. That's I, it. It, it drives me so insane when you see someone feigning happiness mm-hmm. when they're like, I have the perfect life. I'm I put it all together to be happy. Right. Why, why am I not happy? Yeah. But they wear the happy mask and you're like, mm-hmm. you just be yourself. Right. Especially it drives me nuts when I meet people. And I can tell that it's not them being shy, but they, they just don't feel comfortable being right. them, their full it's selves. Like a show they'll slip they something out and they'll be like, oh, no, backpedal, backpedal. And I'm like, no, that was great. That was funny. Let's do that. Let's do the you. Give me the real things. I liked it. It was fun. Let's be authentic. <laughs> I'm a goober. Watch me. I have TikToks of me doing fucking nothing but <laughs> ranting. Let's watch them together. <laughs> yes. With the polar vortex of spinning oh polar God. bears. <laughs> good stuff it's a new cryptid thanks morgan i love it so much it's my i can't not cryptid. think about it at least once a day uh also it was really happy. adorable uh, i was talking to vincent the other day at work about uh because we've been getting a lot of complaints about this one employee and i was like oh, well it's sorry 
We're good. I explained that, you know, eventually everybody that works is a key holder. Like they'll they'll hit a point where it changes from being about their behaviors to hitting goals. Mm -hmm. Or like somebody else comes along and just blows the goals out of the water and so you feel terrible for how you're doing and then they get into a spiral and then they don't know how to have a customer service voice and I was like honestly you'll go through it and if you're going through it okay but the way to get through it is is masking yeah (laughs) but he was like yeah I just you know even if I'm having a bad day I just have to I've gotten it to the point where I can just be friendly with people. And yeah. I was like, welcome to masking, buddy. Yep. <laughs> You've done it. Yeah. Level one. Good job. Now do it with a knife in your back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. And an axe splitting you in half. It'll be fun. <laughs> but smile. Always smile. Yeah. And then downplay. Even oh. when you're like, I have to leave because I'm in too much pain. Are you okay? Do you need anything? No, I'm fine. I'm totally wonderful. I'm fine. Hundred um, percent. I'm gonna, gonna break down and cry in the car. Out of here. <laughs> oh my god, it was so hard because I was like walking out, and you know when you're close to freedom mm-hmm. and being free enough oh, to break down, yeah, 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 and you start to lose control of the mask. Oh yeah, Jen. Oh. Jen's seen that a lot of times. Anytime we come out of a doctor's office that had like horrible fucking news or whatever, like they're like, oh well, we don't believe this, and and I just get real quiet. And I just, we get downstairs. We don't say anything. Yep. We get through the parking lot and then we get in the car and then it's like, fuck that noise. Yeah. Yeah. And then it falls apart. But yeah, that's where I was yesterday when Randy picked me up and he put me in the car and I was just like, oh my God, I hurt so bad. I love that you cry in front of each other. (laughs) Yes. Just never not cry. That's fine. That's real intimacy right there. It is. It's different. Yeah, especially with pain, because it is such a vulnerable thing. Mm-hmm. Like you are laid bare to the world. And- well, and we have that thing where we don't want to like upset our significant other. Yes. We want to take care of them and not right. make them deal not with us. Not make them like, I don't know how to help you when I'm freaked out. Right. Yeah. Jen knows how to do all the things, though. So. Aside from make eye contact when Chris is crying, I can't do it. <laughs> I don't expect it. I'm not like offended by that. I always feel bad. That's weird, because like, I don't make a deal out of it. I know, but that's that's the neurotypical training that was tried to beat into you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like ugh, I hate it. At work, there's like a standard for eye contact when making presentations and yeah. stuff, and I'm like, why? Why you should do what I? What why I do you did think you're owed eye contact for my speech class? Hmm. I had a segment where we were doing like movie reviews or whatever, and then we had yeah. to give a, a presentation in like public speaking. Yeah. Um, and you have, she was talking about making eye contact. So there was a part where I scheduled, like I, I put in like in the script where I would make significant eye contact with everybody. <laughs> and then if they like looked away, I would look at them longer. <laughs> Until they came back. Yeah. Because like, she was she going to dock contact. me for making eye contact? That's what she wanted. It was malicious compliance. Like it was aggressive great. Aggressive eye contact. It yes. took, yeah, because it was a bit. It was easier for me to do too. Yeah. You know, like, oh, oh. yeah. Commit to the bit mm-hmm. all the time forever. Right. It wasn't. Casual, like mm-hmm, I yeah, just I'm got annoyed people. and uh unfocused my eyes, yeah, and pointed looked them at in their people. general direction. <laughs> and like, yeah, just all of you over there, 
I can't it's see It's a sea you. of people. I can't see you at all. I'm looking at the dust moat in front of my face. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. <sighs> oh, you're dust moat. <laughs> Crap, now I don't know where to look. I think we should wrap it up. I I'm so. starving all of a sudden. I'm also stiff. Yeah. It's yeah. time. It's time to move. So right. I'm sorry that we got sidetracked. <laughs> I hope it was something. Relatable. Yeah. You're something welcome. Something to think about. <laughs> Jen unleashed her ADHD brain upon us and it yes. was wonderful. She came home from work to be fair. Like, very, yeah. All the tired. I want to say thank you. Thank yes. you, love, for, for joining. Yeah, thank you means for a lot. staying. I know you were really tired and you wanted to go upstairs. I'm glad. It I'm really glad was a good conversation. Mm -hmm. A heart. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we're just, yes. Mm -hmm. Pain, yes. Mm. Quite. Indeed. All right, my loves. Thank you so much for coming along with us. Mm -hmm. um, as before, check out our Discord. Good stuff. Supportive people. Wonderful mm -hmm. things to say. You can vent. You can meme. You can do all the things. Yes. Just pets even. converse. Pets. pets. There will You're be not games alone. also. Yeah. yeah, don't be alone. Like, don't be alone. You're not. You're not. And we're going to stop hiding. We want to so... talk to you. When I remembered to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, and no one's going to judge you if you're not on like all the time. Right. It's There's really no obligation. Okay. It's really we just enjoy okay. you being there at all. Yes. So check out our Discord. Check out our website. Um, Venmo me a coffee. Not money. Just just the coffee. If you yeah, just send a coffee. That would be great. Send it. That's what I need right now. I'm vibrating. To my P.O. box. Like, why Willy am I Wonka. shaking? Stop. Stop. I, Willy Wonka showed us it's possible. So <laughs> yeah. do it. Just Willy Wonka us some, some coffee and we'll call it good. Yeah. Through the screen and... Oh, have a good time. All right. Thank you so much for hanging out. We really appreciate you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I hope it was something you could relate to. Sorry. It was kind of tangential. It was good. But it was fun. I enjoyed the conversation. And I hope you did too. Um, yeah. We're going to wrap it up and say goodbye. So be kind to you. Be kind to others. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.